0: Hallelujah. Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing? Good. Good. It's time to receive our offering. Well, kind of. It's time to hand out the stuff for the offering. I have no idea when we'll actually receive the offering. It may be at some point in time. It will be. It will be at some point in time during the service. But uh, is everybody ready for school and fall and everything to come back? Wow! Really? Well, it's here anyway. <clears throat> we have a few few things going on, few things starting up, and I just wanted to take a little bit of time and highlight them because uh, as they start up, they will uh, affect timing and everything going on. First thing I want to talk about is the give. It's coming up again this. This uh, month, actually September first Saturday of September, and it will be. uh, It's always the first Saturday after Labor Day. And uh, how many has this been now? This is the 18th year. 18th year, we've been doing the give. And uh, for those who are, this is your first here, first year here at uh, River Valley. The give is started when uh, they were going to do 18 years ago. They were going to do a uh, garage sale. And uh, Pastor Dan said, "You know, the Bible says it's better to give than uh, than to sell." No, what? No, that's not the right verse. What? uh, (laughs) I know that, but I I just. (laughs) But it's. uh, He he just said, "Why don't we do a give instead?" So what we've done for 18 years is we bring all all the stuff in that we would normally get rid of at the end of a year, at the end of a season, or whatever. And then we call uh, areas that are in need, some of the food shelves and, and uh, uh, other kinds of help areas around the community, as well as some lower income housing and so on. We, we post uh, advertisements, and folks that are, that are in need come, and they take what they want. And uh, we bless them in doing so. It has been an unbelievable, amazing blessing over the last 18 years to be a part of that. Well, that's coming up September 6th. From noon until, uh, I'm sorry, from 9 until noon, 9 until noon on uh, September 6th. And But there's a lot of work that needs to be done beforehand. And so Diana, uh, we always uh, start on Tuesday receiving things, Tuesday in the morning. What times uh, can they start bringing things? 9 a.m. to 9, a.m. To 9 p.m. Tuesday to Friday. 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Do we have the sign-up sheet? Is the sign-up sheet full? Uh, Not quite. Is it back on the... Uh, why don't we grab that and just send it around if you can fit in the one of the slots to help receive the uh the the items because we always need to to, to unpack and to sort and to re repackage not package but refold same thing so they look nice so diana has the the work schedule for that week um the uh, uh, on the on the, the Tuesday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. If uh, you have an open time slot and you'd like to be a part of that helping out, please do so. But then, especially 9 a.m. Actually, right, really 8:30 a.m. until uh, one, when uh, the people actually come, we need tons of people to help. And it's, it's that's really the fun part. The fun part is seeing people come and being blessed. We've uh, we've uh, had people who have. Found an item and started crying because they had been praying for something exactly like that and couldn't afford it, and so God met their need that way. With last year, we had to have a had to have a, uh, a confession time because somebody uh, a gentleman was using a cane to get around the room, and he put the cane on the table to reach over for an item. Somebody took the cane and uh, thought it was an item that had been donated and took off with it, and uh, so it's it's, uh, it's a wonderful time. We have a lot of fun. <laughs> We got the cane back. Yes, we did get the cane back. But it's, it's always a blessing, and people are blessed. And then whatever is left over uh, ends up going to another ministry to, to help those that uh, are, in, are in need also. So just uh, be aware of that. Be a part of that as we go along. Also, Carrie Ham has a video that she would like to share. Um, you've, many of you have gone through Financial Peace University. Uh, over the years and there is a new uh, opportunity coming up this beginning this fall uh, called the legacy and they have a video uh, that they want to show to highlight that
1: we teach you in financial peace university if you handle money god's ways while working and earning an income the natural result of sowing that is you're going to reap wealth dare you to build wealth, and I dare you to use it as a tool to help your family. I dare you to build wealth so you can retire with dignity. I dare you to build wealth so you can completely change your family tree and completely change your whole community. We're going to remember that God is the owner, and we're going to remember above all else that when anything else fails, generosity will win. You cannot lose being generous. Contentment is not a destination. It is a manner of the traveling. It's not a place you are or a place you're going. It's how you're going about getting there. Because I don't
2: want you and I to get to 60 or 70 or 80 and look back on our lives and realize we mortgage 60 years of our lives not doing what God called us to do. You have the chance to start. And a lot of you are sitting in a chair going, okay, do I get up? This thing I've been thinking about, can I get up? And my hope is that you will.
1: The Bible says a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children.
3: I want to grab a little face and I just want to say, do you have any idea what your parents have just done for you?
1: When you provide generous things into people's lives and seed their lives and allow them to go places they've never been before, you will be given yet more seed. You're going to be enriched in every way to be generous in every way. This is a legacy that you can live with. This is a legacy that will change your life.
2: So, for those of you that have done Financial Peace University, which is a lot of us in the church, which is really awesome, this is kind of the next step, and it's not the okay, I'm completely free, the house is paid off, blah, blah blah It's not that step. It's just the next step to learn more. And in this kit, it's really neat. You get a box, like a almost like a keepsake box, with all the forms, all the from your doing a will to doing. Any kind of documents that you would need and investing in it and everything. If you look on the Dave Ramsey website under the Legacy tab, you'll see what all is involved in, in the kit. Um, it's only a seven-week class. We're going to do it on Wednesday nights because there's already things going on, so it just makes sense to do it Wednesday nights. So it'll be 6.30 to 8 starting September 17th. If you're interested, let me know because we're going to order the kits here through the church. We can get them a couple dollars cheaper plus the church, then can get the leaders... Um, DVDs and everything free which is really nice and it'll be the same thing that we'll just keep running it so we'll do it for seven weeks and then we'll take off a week or two and then start it again for another seven weeks Um, so if you're interested at all in doing it just let me know and I'll take your name thanks
0: alright so that starts the 17th correct wonderful on the 10th uh, not this coming Wednesday, not the next Wednesday after that, but the third Wednesday from now, our usual Wednesday night stuff, that's actually the 10th, so it's a week before, uh, the legacy class begins. All of our Wednesday night classes kick off. The youth group starts up, the uh, children's ministry, and also the Bible school. Wow, we're having, (laughs) it's one of those mornings. It's not their fault, it's me. I'll take full responsibility. Um, all the classes will be starting up June or uh, September 10th, at 6:30. goes from 6:30 till 8. Bible school this year is an awesome, exciting. I'm really looking forward to this topic. This is one of those, Bible, those these books in the Bible where you just you want to stand up and cheer. We're going to be kicking off this fall with Job.
3: <laughs>
0: Job, Yes. Job. If you want to fight, how many have ever wondered what in the world is Job all about, really? Anybody? Yeah. Yeah. I see a lot of heads nodding. How many of you think you're Job? Anyone here think you've experienced the Job anointing on your life? Uh, we aren't going to spend a whole lot of time in Job, really. We're just going to, we're going to hit the highlights. We're going to uh, uh, focus on the positive parts of Job, which are few and fewer. It should be about 30 minutes is what we're going to spend on Job. No, we'll spend quite we'll spend a few a couple of weeks on Job, but then we're going to go into Psalms. That's where we're going to spend the meat of the fall. Is in the Psalms, and that's going to be powerful. Wednesday night, six thirty. Uh, so a number of things will be going on. Uh, either either the will be in here uh, because I'm expecting a larger group this year for for the fall. So either we'll be in here on Wednesday night. The adults and the youth will be back in the room back there, and the Legacy class will be in the crying fathers room back over there, and uh, or we'll mix it up somehow. where are we're it'll all fit into where we need to be. So that all kicks off on the uh, the 10th, and there is there are children's classes all the way down to first? Kindergarten. Anybody know? Ish. Ish. Right around in there. Uh, let us know. Uh, if Pastor Karen was here, she could tell you exactly, but that is the 10th. Also, along with the whole idea of going back to school, we have a uh, Megan Taves is going back to going to college in a, this week, and uh, she leaves on Wednesday. Can we pray for you real quick, Megan? Yes. Why don't you come on up? Why don't you come up and we'll, let's pray for uh, Megan? Sure, that'd be great. Please, we're gonna go get your grandma real quick so she can pray too. But uh, you're going to the University of Duluth. University of Minnesota
2: and Duluth.
0: Yes, University of Minnesota, Duluth, and the Bulldogs. Yeah, 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 see. I know a little bit. Um, but uh, what, major? Do you know what you're going to major in?
2: I'm um, doing a double major, vocal performance and vocal
0: education. Awesome. Very cool. I've heard you sing. You're, you're going to be awesome. You're going to be very good. Mm-hmm. Can we have some folks come forward? And let's let's pray for Megan as she uh, she goes off to school. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. You're still trying to find your grandma. Hang on one second. Getting there? Well, we'll start. She'll make it. Father God, we thank you so much for Megan. We thank you for the gift and the blessing she has been to our congregation all of these years. And we thank you, Lord, for the gift that you've put inside of her. The gift of music, the gift of song. We thank you, Lord, that as she continues to, to seek after you and to seek uh, the, the continued perfection of that gift, Lord, I thank you that every one of her needs are met. Father, I thank you for protection. Thank you for watching over her as she leaves home for, for an extended period of time for the first time in her life. Lord, I thank you that you are truly guiding her and leading her into every good thing. Father, we, we pray a blessing over her, Father. We thank you for favor in her life, that as she uh, takes this step, as she moves forward by faith, that everything she puts her hands to prospers. And Father, we thank you that every spiritual blessing is hers. Father, I thank you that she understands better <laughs> than anybody else in the room. I th- <laughs> Father, I thank you that she gets it. Father, she, hallelujah, walks in the anointing of that gift. Praise your holy name. And Father, I thank you that all of the natural stuff, all the, the things that have to happen in the natural, all the housing and food and, and money and everything in between, Lord, that it just falls into place, that she can focus on this gift and on developing this gift for, her, for the life that you have before and for you. Father, we praise you, we thank you, we pray for a hedge of protection around her, a covering over her, and your hand upon her every day through this walk. We praise you and we thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. All right. And speaking last, but certainly not least, uh, we're going to be starting up the School of Transformation. A number of you have already started signing up for that. Uh, there's, uh, uh, is there forms in this Sunday again? I don't know. I think there might have been, but uh, there's definitely some online on the website. Uh, some on the information table. If you have not signed up yet, I know we do have a number who have done so. And uh, uh, I do want to say one thing. I've, we've had a number of questions. Uh, one of being um, uh, was the, uh, the application form and the, uh, the uh, personal... Um, uh, recommendation and the pastoral recommendation. Uh, one of, here is what we're not trying to do. I'm, I want to say this publicly and apology, uh, apologize publicly. Uh, w- w- when I talked to Roger and Myrne about this, she goes, you know, I actually never looked at the uh, application uh, to see exactly what it said. And I said, I never did either. It's one of those things where you think, oh, I'll just put it on the website. You know, how bad could it? Well, apparently it asks you to, to uh, uh, voluntarily... Uh, publicly confess all of these sins you have ever committed uh in one way shape or form uh we're not asking you to do that that's you know that's not what this is about this is not about embarrassing anyone it's just uh it it is a we're going to work on that we will rearrange that form uh to uh clean some of that up what's what's in the past is in the past and we're also not about putting a bunch of rules and regulations that the bible doesn't put on people either uh on people so sorry oops give you an opportunity to walk in love and forgive this morning. So, just But, but that's coming up. It's uh, beginning on the sa- Sunday after Labor Day. So that would be what day? The 7th. 7th from 4 until 7. And uh, please sign up for that. Get all of the information in. I'll uh, fill in the uh, pastoral recommendation and all of the things that I have to get done. But uh, that's coming up very quickly. I encourage you to be a part of that as we go along. So, uh, really looking forward to that. Uh, I, I'll be there, and uh, it'll just, it's going to, it, I really believe that God has a lot that he wants to do through that school, that program, this year. And then, sorry for all of the announcements before I share the last one, but this is, this is very important. Uh, this morning, very honored to have Robert Larson with us this morning. Uh, he is uh, the, the head of Awaken America from the inside out. Uh, it was, it's his, the vision that God gave him to, to see revival beginning along the Mississippi River and going in both directions that, that I shared a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we'll, be having a, we'll be joining with him and others from the valley, being a part of uh, the revival going on on the 6th of September, Saturday, same day as The Give. Same day as the Give. The Give gets done. We should be done by 1 o'clock. We always are. By 3 o'clock, we'll be kicking off at uh, Freedom Park in... um, I'll get there. Somebody help me. Prescott. Prescott, Wisconsin. I knew it was there. Uh, We'll be kicking off there at 3 o'clock. Be having a a revival service, a worship service, and uh, believing God to do what He wants to do. Amen? And as we uh, all work together, as we all put our hand to the plow, as we all uh, take a step by faith, we're going to see God's plan fulfilled for not only our area, but for the nation around us. God bless America. Amen? Our nation needs revival. We need revival. And uh, this morning I've asked if uh, Robert would come up and share from his heart a little bit about uh, what's what God has said to him and how... Uh, how we're a part of that, and, how, and what uh, God plans on doing that day and beyond. Let's welcome Robert as he comes.
4: Thank you so much. Is that
0: on? Yeah, yeah. It is.
4: Okay. I never know when I'm on I'm, when I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of interesting. I, I have to share something with you. Can I have you come up here? Would you come up here? This is, this is so God. <laughs> this is how God confirms what he tells me what to do. Uh, tell them what's your name
2: is. Kairos. Um,
4: what does that mean?
2: God's timing.
4: Okay. You can sit down. I've, I've, never, I've never met anybody with the name of Kairos. I've never, I've never met it. And yet God chose a scripture to share with you that in this scripture, in Greek, is the word kairos. Now isn't that a huge coincidence? Ever since, ever since I've started this, we've been having huge coincidences. We, we, we pick out. We pick out places okay like i pick out places like prescott wisconsin where's that at (laughs) and 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 god meets us with prophecies huge coincidence anyway but i I just thought it was pretty cool kairos that that you would just happen to be sitting behind me and your name is that name. I've never met anybody with that name before. But I'm going to take you to um, Luke 19.41. And this is, the, this is the scripture that the Lord has chosen to share with you. If you're not aware of it, our, our country is in a terrible shape. Even more than we can imagine. But even more than that, the church is in a terrible shape. In a terrible shape. We, we live in this culture. We walk in this culture. Our feet get dirty. And we don't see like we used to see when we first began this walk with Jesus. Jesus. And God is wanting to do something in this time with his people. I'm just going to read this. Now he drew near, and he saw the city, and he wept over it, saying, If you had known, even you, especially in this your day, this your Kairos, your Kairos moment, a moment of time, a time such as this time, this time, We have a small window of time. The things that make for your peace, and now they are hidden from your eyes. For the days will come when your enemies will build an embankment around you and surround you and close you in on every side. And level you and your children within you to the ground. And they will not leave in you one stone upon another. Because you did not know the Kairos. You did not know the time of your visitation. Your time. We're meeting prophecy here. We're meeting prophecy. I had no idea that I'd meet the kind of prophecy that I found on your website, Pastor. And when I saw 1948, ding, 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 Johnny. This is our time. This is our moment. To be revived by God. You know why it's our moment? Because we can't help ourselves. We cannot help ourselves. If we think that we can help ourselves, we are deluding ourselves. This is God's doing. This is our time. The things that make for our peace. I am passionate about this. We got one shot at it. The way the church goes. Is the way that the nation goes. You are. The salt of the earth. You are. You are. The light of the world. When it all comes down. They're going to look to the church. And what will the church show them. So we're getting together. And we're going to Prescott Wisconsin. Under. The leading of the Holy Spirit, which ah, it freaks me out all the time. I mean, it really does, because um, I'm just going. The Lord said, "Go and preach revival, and just let Him do His thing." Now, I don't, I don't really care if you all come or not. I know that this church is going to be affected. Whether you come or not. I know your pastor is coming, for one. And God's going to touch the people that come. And things are going to be changed. We won't have church like we used to have church. It's all going to change. And you're going to look and your eyes are going to see things that you've never seen. The times of refreshing have come. This is the time. This is a season. I've been, throughout all this time, 26 years ago, I stood in a church like this and I worshiped the Lord. And the Lord gave me a vision of a cornfield. It was 1988, one of the worst droughts that Wisconsin has ever seen. And I had an open, an open vision. I was a youngin in the Lord. I was a four-year-old in the Lord. I didn't know about this stuff. And I saw a vision of a cornfield. And you know how corn goes like this? It goes like this when it's dry and it's parched and it's dying. And it begins to sprinkle. And I'm a farm boy. And it begins to sprinkle. And you know what corn does when it sprinkles? It opens up to receive the rain. And all of a sudden that corn begin to turn into people and the people begin to dance in the rain and that corn was restored and revived and renewed and brought back to health with great joy but I didn't know what was uh, this was all new to me but this stayed in my heart for 26 years and now I'm not a young man anymore and two years ago I asked the Lord. I said, you know, why, why is this burn and burn and burn in me? What, do you ever have something just burn in you? And you know that God has put it there. That you have a purpose to fulfill. You have something. Every one of you have something that God wants to perform in your life. He wants you. You have a purpose. You were set here for a time such as this. This is your time and your moment. And I believe what revival will really bring is to bring to life those things that have been burning in you. And we will be empowered to literally become the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. Grab a hold of this. Grab a hold of this. This is your time. This is your Kairos moment. I I ask that you would Pray for me that I'm sensitive to what God is doing. That I will not move by plan. That I will move by the Spirit of God. Because, you know, God knows exactly what you need. I don't have a clue what you need. But He knows how to get down and push those buttons. He knows how to tweak us. He knows how to tweak us. And... If, if you're sitting here and you think you have it all together, you need some major tweaking. <laughs> I'll just say it like that. <laughs> so if you come to this thing, come. don't come to give, come to receive. The things that make for your peace. This is your time. This is, this is God's gift to you for your time. To start anew. Revive means to live again. That means once you're hitting on all eight, but the world pushes, pushes us down, and God wants to lift us up. up. Awake you who sleep. Rise from the dead, and Christ will give you life. Christ will give you life.
0: Amen. Amen. Can you tell them a little bit about yourself? Just what, what church you pastor and where you minister? And... Um,
4: I'm not a pastor. I, I pastored for four years. That was murder. Laughter <laughs> I think, I believe that God had me pastor so that I could go to pastors and understand. I really, I believe that with all my heart. Because if you think this man has an easy job, you are greatly mistaken. <laughs> greatly mistaken. I never experienced that spiritual warfare in all my life. Just weird, crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. But uh, I'm from Darlington, Wisconsin. Anybody know where Darlington's at? Anybody? <laughs> he does. He rode his motorcycle down there. But, you know, it, it's a little town. It's 2,500 people. I'm, I'm a farm boy. I sell insurance in that town. Um, I'm, I've been in itinerant ministry for uh, since 1984. Do you know when you were born again? You're, you became a minister. Did you know that? Amen. That's when your ministry started. So I'm, I'm speaking to a house full of ministers, aren't I? You're in. You're a soldier. You just got drafted when you got born again. You're in. You're in the war. You just got thrown right into it. But God has, through all the travelings in these, let's see, it'd be 30 years in 30 years, I was I was born again in, in 1984. In these 30 years, all these travelings and all the different things that the Lord has done, um, uh, He He's used me in putting Christian festivals together. He's used me in marriage counseling. He's used me by pastoring Bible studies. All these things, and I can see the value in that and the purpose in that for this moment. I've been waiting for this. My whole Christian life. I've been waiting for this. I know that I know. That I know. That I know that I know that I know in my knower. That this is it. This is it. I don't know what revival looks like to you. But I know that this is it. This is the season. And if we don't grab a hold of this. God help us. There's a. When I, when I read that scripture there, it's almost like, like God's given us a choice, isn't it? We can have peace or we can be leveled to the ground. That's what that's showing me. That choice is all that we have as Christians. We have little power in and of ourselves, but we have a choice to respond to what God is saying. The Spirit of God is saying in this hour to his people Stand up, be revived, come alive again, and change the world. Change this country, change the world. The whole world can be changed from this. This is our moment. I I pray that you grab a hold of it.
0: I uh, was not trying to embarrass him when I said, what church do you, uh, Pastor? There's a reason I said that. Because we've been saying, I, we've known by the spirit of God that this what God's going to do here in the end times isn't going to be by the official professional ministers. It's going to be by every one of us. Every one of us doing what God leads us to do. We just need to be ready to do it. You might be an insurance man who God gave a vision to 26 years ago and he didn't forget. God did not forget. He did not do that by accident. He didn't do that so that, well, when you qualify, when you're qualified, then I'll I'll use you. No. That's what we've been talking about. This is an example. This is a God-inspired example of, here's what we've been talking about. That every one of us has a call of God in our life. And as we begin to walk that out, then He gives us the ability to do it. Step by step, He opens doors. He, he, he brings it together. It, it happens piece by piece, step by step. Very seldom does God just, all of a sudden, one day, when you don't expect it, all of a sudden, boom! Changes the world through you. First, He has to deal with you. He has to develop you. He has to, he has to work in you and cause you to become the person He needs you to be so that when He does do it, you don't blow up so you don't shipwreck that's what he's doing in each one of us every one of us is walking that walk right now wherever we're at at different levels at different different ways so this opportunity that we have coming up in two weeks is 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 amazing to me it's amazing that here we are you know, we've said for a couple of years now, it's, it began. We, God spoke a couple of years ago and said, the revival we've been praying for, it began, and it didn't look any different. The day to day didn't seem to look any different. We all had to go to work the next day. I thought that when God began the revival, we'd all just, He'd miraculously provide for us. We wouldn't have to go to work anymore, pay our bills, do any of that. No, real life still happens. Because there's people that we're going to run into every day that needs to hear the love of God. And so uh, our part in this is we, I asked Robert, I said, what do you need from us? And And I'll embarrass him just a little bit more. I've had all kinds of people call me. People call all the time, hey, can, we're going to do this event, and, and I'll say, what do you need? Oh, we're going to need at least this much money, we're going to need at least this much this, and we're going to need at least this, and they start putting demands out there of what's needed. So, when Robert called and shared his vision, and we finally hooked up, and I want to thank Wayne and Wayne for being diligent to continue to keep us, uh, keep trying to get us hooked up, took a little while. I asked, I said, what do you need? And he said, well, can you pray? Can can the church pray for this? I said, yeah, we can do that. Anything else? What do you need? Well, could use a sound system. Do you have a sound system we could use? I said, yes, we have a sound system. Maybe a couple of worship leaders, a couple of worship team members. (sighs) Absolutely. Anything else? Waiting for the shoe to drop. It never dropped. This isn't about forwarding anyone's ministry anyone's it's not even about forwarding our ministry this it's not even about moving river valley christian church forward it's about the kingdom of god moving forward in the valley the mississippi valley and we know our heart is the saint croix valley you know they meet up you know down in prescott isn't that interesting the vision that God gave him of revival starting at the Mississippi River. And that's, that's what God shared with you 26 years ago. Was, yeah, go ahead.
4: Um, interesting little coincidence. Like I found out this from a, a brother of the Lord. He said, you
0: know that... Mississippi- let, let me hand you this, just so it's on the recording.
4: Interesting thing I found out. I, I keep finding stuff out as I go. See, that's how, as you're going, you know, God, God showed you. If you stand still... He didn't show you much, but as you're going, he'll start showing you stuff. But it's kind of interesting. Uh, The St. Croix River means Holy Cross, right? You're probably all aware of that, aren't you? Mm -hmm. Holy Cross. That's what St. Croix means. The Holy Cross River meets with the Mississippi River, which, by the way, when the Spanish explorers first explored the United States, guess what name they gave it? The River of the Holy Spirit. So where the Holy Cross and the Holy Spirit meet is where we're having revival. (laughs) I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that prophecy was there. I just, all I had was go to Prescott, Wisconsin, which I had to look up on the map because I had no idea where Prescott, Wisconsin was. So, anyway. (laughs) Amen. Neat little tidbit.
3: Uh, I just felt led. To, I thought I was just going to share it with Bob, and I felt like the Lord was saying to share it with everyone. But um, not to—it's not to put focus on our family at all. But I just really feel like I should share this with you. Back when we were first pregnant with uh, Kairos, um, the Lord gave us his name very specifically. In fact, uh, we were not going to do it. He spoke it to me, and then I shared it with someone, and they went, "Oh!" But then he confirmed it two times. Um, and so we knew we were supposed to name them that. In fact, he gave us every one of our kids' names. And um, I've told the kids a lot this, but he cares about names. He changed um, Abrams to Abraham. And really part of that is speaking things out. So our kids' names are Kairos, Zoe, Elizabeth, and Simeon. And I've told them this. Every time, I don't. <clears throat> we don't like to shorten their names at all because I really feel like the Lord is wanting this spoken out. But what it means is, Kairos, you've already heard, is God's timing or appointed time. Zoe is a God kind of life, or life with God. Elizabeth is God's promise, and Simeon is for he who hears. So, I believe that's prophetic as well. He wants that spoken out, that it is an appointed time, or God's timing, for the God kind of life, or life with God, which is God's promise for he who hears.
0: Amen. So, one more way that we're going to be involved is uh, tomorrow or Tuesday. Depends on how quickly we can make it happen. Um, We're going to send out, uh, Pastor Greg is going to send out an email blast. You You know we don't send them out just to send stuff out and we never use it to spam anybody anything. But we are going to send out all of the information about the revival that's coming up in two weeks. We have two weeks to advertise it to the max. Two weeks is plenty of time. People don't even make decisions until days, hours before to to go do something, especially in Minnesota, because you never know what the weather is going to be. But we're going to send that out tomorrow or Tuesday, depending on how we get that put together. Here's what I want you to do. I don't want you to send it to everybody in your mailing list. I just don't. I want you to pray about who to send it to. And as the the Lord will give you people to send it to, specific people that that are supposed to hear about it, they're supposed to know about it, supposed to pray, supposed to be a part of it on that day. And so then send it on to them. And then with it, just put a note together that says, if you know of anybody that needs to know about this, send it to them. And we'll send it out by the Spirit. We'll send out uh, an email information, plus we're also getting information to churches and so on. That's That, that I'm, we're taking care of on our side. But for, for each of us personally, be led by the Spirit to advertise as God leads you. So send it out. If, if somebody doesn't have email, obviously give them a call. Give them a call. We can... Possibly in the, uh, tomorrow or the next day we will get you uh, some hard copies. We don't have them right now. We'll hard copies that you can read to somebody over the phone or you can mail them to somebody. Mail gets around pretty quick nowadays. However God leads you. But in the next two weeks we need to be praying and telling people about what God's going to do. Amen? Oh, it's in the bulletin? Wow. Pastor Greg is so amazing. <laughs> it's already in the bulletin. So... I encourage you to to advertise that way, and uh, we'll we will see God move on September sixth and before and after. But it's going to be a good day. Amen? Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Vern. Vern Norton. Um, as you know uh, we 've been this whole year we 've been going through uh, doctrine so far up until uh, middle of July. then we kind of hit a patch of being gone and busy and stuff happening but we 've been doing doctrine we 're going to be starting that up again next week that 's when we 're going to be kicking it off we 're going to be getting back into doctrine next week on Sunday, unless of course, the Holy Ghost wants to do something completely different, and he gets to be God so uh, we'll follow him. But next week we're going to be talking about justification, sanctification, and glorification. But the, the salvation process of how God does that. So that's going to be, we're going to kick out, kick back into that next weekend. But God's put something else on my heart and obviously as you, the, the service, the way the service has gone, he had something else in plan. Um, but Vern came up to me during, uh, after worship and said the Lord gave him something. I want him to, to be obedient to that.
5: It's interesting that, uh, uh, that uh, we're talking about revival. Actually, uh, last year there was a uh, prophecy about this being a hub where people come out and go in and go out. And uh, I believe, just like Pastor John is, I believe that we're in the beginning of the latter reign. And I believe that we're going to see uh, uh, again moves of God that we haven't seen before because the latter rain is just that, something we haven't seen before. You've got mail. And that's good. Especially when it's from heaven. So uh, I'm glad that we get mail. And so... Uh, last uh, Monday night we were in downtown Stillwater me and Mary and we were witnessing and I walked up to a young man and I introduced myself and I uh, asked him if he knew where Jesus lived and he didn't know and I said where are you from he said I'm from Bogota, Colombia it's interesting because I've never prayed with anybody from Bogota, Colombia before but we prayed with a number of people in downtown Stillwater and we're right next to the river but I'd like to have you open your Bibles to uh, to Matthew chapter thirteen, verse forty-seven. And again, you're going to see how this scripture fits here. And to give you a second to get there, but again, uh, I've been evangelizing for many years. Uh, I have uh, traveled in uh, uh, various places. Uh, especially in uh, Europe, and last year I was in Africa. But witnessing in the spreading of the gospel, it takes the power of God, and it takes the word of God, but it takes men and women to do it. Verse 47, And the kingdom of heaven is like unto a net, and cast into the sea, and gathered of every kind. Now listen carefully where it says every kind The fisherman, when he throws that net out, it isn't where he's going to stand on the shore and say, I only want walleyes and bluegill. I only want the best. Because in that net you can get carp, you can get catfish, you can get all kinds of so-called unwanted fish. The casting of the net has to be pure and it will take whatever comes. And that's about people. It's about people when that net goes out, because the net has to be a specific thing. It has to be made out of some kind of a, a thread or rope or something, but it has to hold the fish. This is the this is the net right here, and we're doing the casting, but we got to take what we get. Only the sorting of the fish will be done by heaven. Only the sorting. But we're to throw out that net, and that's the Word of God. No matter who I walk up to, the value of that individual is placed upon the blood of Jesus and the power that's in that name. I don't care what they look like. I don't care how they are. I only care that they're a human being and that God loves them. Isn't that true? And because we're that net that holds people, we have to be able to take them in and they have to be trained by the Word. It's the Word that will save them. It's the Word that will keep them. And it is the power of the church. The week before, me and Wendy uh, and Mary went into this uh, Section 8 housing unit. And the only people we prayed for that night was 12 black people. And the last group we went to, there was four people standing out on the step. They were outside waiting for us to come. They were outside standing there and they all got saved. But they were outside, didn't have to go in after them. They were outside talk about the power of the Holy Spirit if everything is in proper order and everything is being done according to the will of God and the purpose of God the revival the power and all the things that are needed for this church and the outpouring the ingredients is all there all we got to do is put the ingredients together and the number one ingredient is love And the gathering, the throwing out of the net is us going out. I have not been in a church where the spirit of God has been so prevalent to go out and get the fish. I've seen some closed in, but going out and getting them is where you're going to catch them. If you think you can cast or crawl in your front room, you're not going to catch much. Isn't that true? And because we're called together as a unit, because we're to love one another, and the more we love one another, the more that we care for one another in here, at the time we meet, the greater the anointing will be. All men will know that you're my disciples if you have love one toward another. And the casting of the net is all the way up and down the river. All south of the river, the casting of the net is a huge net. But we're casting and it started casting with the vision. You can't cast. And when I think about going vision, I, I fish and I got a vision before I get there. And then I catch the fish. Important that we understand, there's another part of the scripture, and you can read that, but we're at the part where we're the casting out and the catching of the fish. Fish are analogous to human beings. And the power that we need resides in us. Is we're the temple of the Holy Ghost. And we need to stand up. We're also going to start a chemical dependency outreach from here. And I don't believe that John would uh, mind if, that we announced that. Because we're going to do that. And I had a vision. Something like him. I've seen a woman like on Myrtle Street. There's a Myrtle Street in a, in, in, uh, in uh, Stillwater. And in this mini-vision I had, I seen a young person going in to uh, Dale Selby Avenue and buying uh, heroin. She was young, maybe under 20. And I heard her crying out, who is going to help me? Who is going to help me? And I heard this, River Valley Christian Church will. River Valley Christian Church will help. Because God's designed us to catch her in the net. God has designed her to be caught by by what we're doing here, by the Spirit of the living God. That's what we're designed to do. That's what we're called to do. That's what Christ in us should do. And we're to do it together. We're a team. And we're going to do it well for Christ.
0: time to buckle up the seatbelts, eh? (laughs) God has big plans. He's been preparing us for years. He's been getting us ready for years. He's been calling us, telling us to prepare, getting, getting us into the right places at the right times. And it has begun. Now, it's about following. And now it's about running. Now it's about plowing. Now it's about all the all the things, all the scriptures that that the word talks about, about here we go. Turn to me with me to Romans chapter ten. This was the verse the Lord gave me for this morning. You ever you ever seen a tag team service before? This has been one of those tag team services. Romans chapter 10. Beginning with verse 14. The Spirit of God does that. The Spirit of God, if you listen to Him, when you listen to Him, there are times when He'll say the same thing through four, five, three, four, five different people. Why does He do that? Here's a teachable moment. Why does He do that? It's because He really means it. When he really means it, he, he, he puts together something more. And if you listen during the worship time, the, the, the singing time, the songs were all along that same line also. God's purpose for today is for us to be awake and ready to run. Romans chapter 10, beginning with verse 14 through seventeen, how then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how will they believe in him if, if of him in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach good news! But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, who has believed what he has heard from us? And then verse 17. So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of God. God's plan is revival. There's some amazing things that you're going to start seeing happen in your life and in the lives of others. And as those things begin to happen, there's going to be all kinds of opportunities to rejoice. There's going to be all kinds of opportunity to go, my goodness, look what we're a part of. There's going to be all kinds of testimonies. There's going to be all kinds of, of people who, who are who you never expected to get saved, to be transformed, healed, to their lives turned around. There's going to be all kinds of opportunities in the weeks, months, and years to come to see the hand of God move like you've always prayed and you've always wanted to see happen. Amen. It's begun. And we're in it. We are in it above our head. We have jumped in the deep end. And I'd rather be in the deep end than the shallow end. Nothing worse than getting wet up to your ankles. You are going to see, we are going to see the Spirit of God do... What so many people, so many people over the over the, the, the days since Jesus rose from from the dead, rose into heaven, from then we are going to see so many things that the people from all that time until now have wanted to see.
5: Amen.
0: And we're right in the middle of it. So let's go. Let's go. Yes. From this point on, the most important thing you can do is be rooted and grounded in the Word of God. We have the Spirit. He gave us the Spirit. And the Spirit is moving through us. Through you, through me, through us, through, through, through people that we just met. The Spirit of God has a plan and He's beginning, it's moving. And now, when those things start happening, all kinds of things can start happening. All kinds of wild things can happen. Amazing things, but the most important thing when we, when we're watching all of those things, the most important thing we can do and be is rooted and grounded in the Word of God because it's the word of God he said the uh Paul said to the Romans, he was quoting Isaiah, he says, well, who's believed who's, who's believed what they've heard from us? So faith comes from hearing and hearing the word of God. It is the word that roots us and grounds us. You don't have to turn there. I'm going to read it real quick for time's sake. Psalm 119, write it down, look it up later. 119, 103 through 105. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through your precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. It's the word that illuminates every step we take. Everywhere that we go, as we go forward with God, it's His Word that shows us that where you're about to step is solid, even though maybe you've never stepped there before. And it's the Word that's going to ground you so that you don't blow up. I heard a long time ago from a man, a preacher, and he was saying, He says, if if all you have is the Spirit, you'll blow up. If all you do is is chase after all the the latest, craziest, wildest, you know, coolest stuff, sooner or later, you're just going to... Because you have to be rooted and grounded in the word because the root just what we've been going through there's this is not by accident why this is the year of doctrine and half of next year will be the year of doctrine too the way we're going at it <laughs> or year of doctrine part 2 it'll be the second year of doctrine next year because there's even stuff beyond where I was going to go that I've already said we got to talk about this too so we'll just next year is the year of doctrine also so just put that in good. We don't have to change letterhead, Pastor Greg, and all this stuff. We just move it right on over. But he also said, this this guy who said that if, if all you have is the Spirit, you'll blow up. He also said if all you had is the Word, you'll dry up. But if you have the Spirit and the Word, you'll grow up. That's so true. I've seen that to be true. I've seen people who chase after the latest, flashiest, shiniest move of move of God, and they just get flaky. But when you mix it with the Word, the solid truth of the Word that is immovable, that's, that's unshakable, that doesn't change, then the Spirit of God, the true things of the Spirit... Will take you, God will take you on a ride you will never forget. And it will change the world around you. That's what we want. We want the world around us to change. So buckle up. We're in. Now what do we have to do? Okay, what do we have to do? Just follow him. What's he say to, what's, what's he say to do now? I'm going to go grab lunch. I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to go grab lunch but I'm going to be listening for the Spirit of God for whatever He says to do next. Today, tomorrow, next week, the week after. One day at a time. We don't have to go, okay, the revival, the, the full-blown, wild, crazy, everything's going to happen on the 6th. we We're just When we get there, the power of God is going to fall and, and the streams of holy water, wow, it's going to blow. I don't know, we may come together and pray for whatever. We might hear a sermon, worship a little bit, and we all go home and go, huh. I wonder how come nothing happened. When if we, if we truly see with spiritual eyes, the world is being shaken. God always does things. He always does things seemingly little, but they're never little. They're never insignificant. That day is not insignificant. It is highly significant. I'm telling you, by the Spirit of God, it's highly significant. For those who have eyes to to see and ears to hear. And we're in the middle of it. I was sitting while Vern was sharing. I'm sitting here going, I've always wanted to be right here in this spot. All the years growing up in in God. All the years learning all the stuff I've learned. All the times I've been in ministry. I've always wanted to be right here, right now. This is what I wanted. Everything I've prayed for. It's to be right here, right now in the time when God is saying, buckle up. That's amazing. And we all get to do it together. I can't think of a better group of people to do this with. I really like God. And you all have a part to play. We all have a part to play. And it's not insignificant. It's not insignificant. Why? Warren. Your part to play is not insignificant. Watch what God does. Watch what God does through each and every one. Sue, your part is not insignificant. It's time. Let's stand. Hallelujah. Father, once again, because today is today and because it's called today, today, Lord, we continue to commit our ways unto you. Father, Our lives are your life. Our days are your days. Father, I give you my future. Everyone who has a heart to do the same, Lord, we give you our future. We give you our days to do as you please, to do as you will. Father, thank you. Father, thank you for, for Robert. Thank you for the vision you gave him and that we can play a small part of it. We get to be a part of what you're, you're saying you're going to do. Thank you, Lord. Father, we pray protection around him and his family and his friends and his things that no weapon formed against him, them, anything shall prosper Father, I thank you that he is stirred up, Lord. (laughs) The next two weeks are going to be some of the most amazing time of his life. Father, I thank you that he sees more clearly than he's ever seen. He understands more deeply than he's ever understood. And I thank you that every step he takes is purpose, full of purpose, full of meaning. Thank you, Father. That that day is sealed. That that day is perfect. Perfectly formed for what you want to do and how you want to do it. Thank you, Lord, for all the details falling into place. Every person who's supposed to know about it, every person who's supposed to be a part of it, everybody who's supposed to advertise for it, that it will all flow. We'll see we'll see a, 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 a moving within the spirit that we've never seen before. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for picking our area. God, you could have picked anywhere to do anything. Thank you, God, for allowing us to be a part of it. Thank you, Jesus. It is an honor and it is a privilege to be a part of what you're doing in these end times. And Father, I pray that no one misses it. Not one of us, not one of any other church in this valley or in anywhere else in America. Lord, I pray that none of us miss the time of your visitation. Father, I pray that everyone has ears to hear and has eyes to see and that they're able to choose to do what you want them to do when you want them to do it. Thank you for it, Father. Thank you, Lord God. That you will receive every bit of glory, every bit of honor, and every bit of praise for everything that happens from this point forward. Thank you for it, Lord. Thank you for letting us be a part. In Jesus' name, amen.